One and all, and welcome back to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, and I'm not mad at you, I'm mad at the dirt. Uh, and I'm here as always, joined by my fellow co-host... I'm Dan Ryan, and I'm here to pose the question, is it better to lie or die? Hmm. No, those aren't really opposites, but we'll get into yeah. that. Is so. that something I should know? Uh, no, probably oh, not. No. okay. Well, I wouldn't expect you to know a Mommy Dearest reference anyway. That yeah, was mine. Yeah, so yeah. We, we traded blows there. But we're back on our Trigun bullshits once more. Mm-hmm. We've got two more feature uh, uh, length episodes containing the Trigun series before I move on to something a little bit different, a little bit surprising in the coming mm-hmm. weeks. But uh, we're nearly to the end of the series of Trigun. We will get to that, of course, in due time. But before we do, Dan, any life anime... Video game updates to appease us with this week. Um, we actually got a fair amount of news this week. Oh, thanks uh, to Summer Game Fest. It's Summer Games Fest yeah. by Jeff Keighley. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of anime, I know some exciting stuff was announced. I should look into it more, but we are getting... I think we got the like the release dates for a lot of stuff. The Swordsmith Village arc for Demon Slayer mm-hmm. is ending this month with a hour-long finale, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I think there was some kind of showcase this week that announced a lot of upcoming anime. Mm. So, yeah, it's reaching that point where, if, you know, you go looking, you're, you're bound to find something that excites your interest. Um, but, uh, I was rather amused because the Pokemon anime, mm-hmm. which so far the new, you know, the new cast has been getting good reviews. People are liking this story-driven uh, r- like route that it's taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, seems to function a little more tighter than the previous anime series did. Uh, Brassius showed up, our oh, favorite yes. emo yeah, art I saw boy. with his little pots and such. He was, he was uh, you know, slaving over these, uh, like, many grass-type works of art, uh, you know, at his own... at the expense of his own exhaustion. Saying, you look tired. This is how I always look. <laughs> um, and he, you know, he had a he had a battle using his pseudo-wudo, uh, who was inspired, like, many gifts, because Sudowoodo used taunt for the first time in the anime, so he got a rather detailed, like, um, what, well, Joey Wheeler face oh, for okay. a second to goad Fuecoco into fighting. Mm. Uh, but it was a beautifully animated fight. Mm. Like, they got the terrestrial effect with a little bit of 3D, the music kicked in pretty nicely, so people were, people were pleased so far. Mm. Uh, good Pokemon cards, too. Yes, yeah. beautiful cards. From coming... the 151 set or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we're getting that 151 set, which is a, you know, a reprint of the original you know, uh, 151 cards that we got up to Mew. 
Uh, I think some of them go back to the original trainer card design in terms of borders, mm. um, but a lot of Gen 1 trainers are getting gorgeous full art cards, but mostly the Mons are getting these mm. absolutely stunning, you know, piece them together to form one larger art piece mm -hmm. uh, art cards that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some searching for yeah, I think they're beautiful if they just sold the art I would have to buy that as well yeah no I, I would love some of those as posters yeah. that that would be because some people do do that they mm -hmm. you know on their like crafting or whatever, yeah. Yeah. yeah but getting it blown up I'm assuming would yeah you might you risk getting those pixels in there yeah, well, but there's someone who could charge overcharge for something of that a la square enix it's the pokemon center uh, yes yeah um but gorgeous art cards we're gonna have to be we're gonna have to search for some of those mm -hmm. um but yeah the main thing was the summer games fest the summer games fest uh, do you want to start yeah, with that? Yeah, I could start with something that wasn't contained in the Summer's Games Fest, mm -hmm. but I think happened before around the same time. You know, I feel like a purple Pikmin Offman, and this week was no different, mm -hmm. as we were shown a Pikmin 4 build-your-own-captain trailer, and That's given right. a release date. That's right. Yeah, just next month. <laughs> I completely forgot about the, the build-your-own mm, Pikmin you? captain. I didn't, because I'm in a chat with John Farouk. That's his series. You can build a custom captain. Wow. Let your <laughs> imagination soar. Mm. Finally, hope... you can feel like a captain of Hokkaid Freight. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what's the name of the Hokkaid company? Freight. <laughs> I can finally feel like one of them. Mm. Uh, but yeah, looking good. Yeah. Obviously, we're Pikmin fans, mm -hmm. so we'll, we'll grab that. I mean, I'll have no time to play it, but it'll be on my radar. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, and then Summer Games Fest, I kind of put these in a... Order of, in my opinion, least importance, and not everything is mentioned, only the things that stood out to me, mm -hmm. um, so feel free to chime in. Uh, I know you mentioned this one with Prince of Persia, The Last Crown. I am very excited for this. Mm. It uh, looks a little Metroidvania-esque. I think there's multiple characters being played here. Mm -hmm. It looks a little bit different from the Prince of Persia that we know from the past, but good to see that the series is getting some love once again. Well, it... it it predates the Prince of Persia that we know, mm -hmm. because prior to those games, prior to Sands of Time... And not the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Not the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Which will yeah. come. Yeah. <laughs> we have to. Inevitably. There's no way. Uh, prior to that, it was a 2D side-scroller. Mm. Uh, that was how it originally started, and then it was revived for those Sands of Time games and the sequels that followed. Uh, so it's a very interesting, like, generational thing. Like, people were kind of, have been shocked that this is a 2D Metroidvania-type game. Mm. Um, but whenever Ubisoft does something that isn't, like, a gigantic uh, clusterfuck, mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, looks like a very tight 2D platformer. Mm. Uh, good gameplay. They they directly said Metroidvania in there. Um New take on the characters. I think you're a bodyguard who is rescuing the Prince of Persia, so that mm. could open it up to future things. Mm -hmm. um, but I am always up for another, like, high-quality side-scroller, yeah. as we all are, I yes, think. But, yes, yeah. um, In continuing the theme of sand, care to speak on Sandland? 
Yes, um, because the anime movie from Akira Toriyama, or based on his work, is coming out in uh, August, I believe. We're also getting a game based on that anime, and it looks pretty great. Yeah. This one slipped past me almost, but it, it looks Like the very Blue fun. Dragon, Dragon Ball sort of style. Dragon World Quest? of Saint. I, th- I, think, yeah. I, I think we mentioned it when the first teaser trailer was shown Mm -hmm. and you were like i'm gonna be into this and now we know you indeed are going to be into this yeah and it's it's like the game is definitely playing up um you know because obviously toriyama is famous for like all you know dragon ball and the fighting stuff and Mm -hmm. and things like that but the the man knows how to design vehicles too Mm -hmm. he knows how to design little robot mechs and tanks and other things like that probably one of the reasons why those show up so often in early dragon ball and everything uh but this game showcases that because you can be you know the main character going around on the world of sand but you can also go into numerous like tanks and battle these mech suits and things like that and it's all done in his modern-day kind of Dragon Quest, you know, smoother style. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I'm just... It doesn't It doesn't look like how um, they usually do, like, anime tie-in games. It looks like this is, instead of being, like, a straightforward RPG or an adventure mm-hmm. game, it's, like, adventure plus vehicle combat. Yeah. So, yeah. So, good that. break of form, looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Know you'll pick it up. Yes. I want to hear your opinions on it when you do so. Um, Next, out of nowhere, Sonic delivered us again. He did. (laughs) Another gem. We've got Sonic Superstars coming soon. And this is kind of like the Sonic Mania, except now it's in 2D, 3D? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks very stylish, very cool. Apparently plays like butter. That's what the people who who tested this stuff on the (laughs) Summer Games Fest floor Mm -hmm. were reporting. That momentum is in there, or most of the physics are intact, and yep. it plays like a classic Sonic, but with, you know, like a fresher take and on it. And this is what we wanted, Sega. Like, finally. It is. Giving us things we want. And because the last time they attempted this was like Sonic 4, which was mm. like they... It was like a half-hearted effort. They, mm. I don't even know if that got a wide release. It got like... I feel like it was like an Xbox, you know exclusive and then it was dropped in you know like half-life episode one two parts Mm -hmm. for some reason uh but this feels like a more full-blown blending the old and the new they all have new everyone has a new art style the four main goobers are in there you know amy rose is back yep you know everyone's because she since she was excluded from um what was it mania yeah well i think she wasn't she was was excluded from not mania from the the remastered pack that we got or whatever the classic stuff um so she's playable and as many people have pointed out in the logo tails is wistfully looking to his to his right Mm -hmm. on that so there might be a fifth character yeah well there's that i always forget his name it's like the dingo guy yeah yeah he he's yeah he's, he's hidden teased. he's hidden yeah. in there yeah so who knows mm. could be yeah uh, i just i mean i i would have to revoke my sonic card i guess the fans are gonna come from my throat <laughs> I, I'm, I'm i'm excited what's though. his name wily coyote <laughs> is that a sonic character i don't know i i always go to like mighty and ray yeah and then obviously the chaotics that we know and love but yeah. i don't think they're coming back we but we won't see them for a while i don't think um 
Not until the Sonic Heroes remaster. But, but yeah, mm. should be good. Uh, next in also not Summer Games Fest news, Atlas did a whoopsie. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they were supposed to show it off today, I believe. Um, at the Xbox conference thing, whatever they're getting, but uh, whoops, more Persona 5! We're getting mm-hmm. Persona 5 Tactica, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, some chibi Persona characters and another spinoff that I'm guaranteed to play because I like these characters, the world, and the system that they're using. Mm-hmm. Um, I will definitely pick this up. I hope it's good. Um, it's in that kind of Persona Q style, and those games are good too mm-hmm. for the, the DS, but uh, I hope this new system lends itself to the game. But so far, they've done that very well with all the Persona spinoffs they've had. And I think people have said that this was based on some idea that was created for Strikers originally, mm-hmm. where they get sent back in time, and you're yeah. like, the dungeons or whatever are yeah. based around the like different defeating, time periods, yeah. Yeah, like emperors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting. Yeah. I know you'll be pleased. I will. And also pleasing to me, Persona 3 Reload, Mm -hmm. which looks phenomenal. It looks amazing. The only thing that's lacking is so far no female um, main character playable, which was added in like the new editions of the game. The portable one? Yeah. Yeah. In Fez, I think they had um, uh, the the female character was playable as well, Mm -hmm. which slightly altered the storyline a bit. But um, she's nowhere to be seen. Okay, well, yeah. maybe, you know, if this is a definitive remake, then maybe she's coming at some point. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, it looks beautiful. Um, that game needed an update. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game is much darker than the Persona you may be used to with Persona 5. Mm-hmm. Even though Persona 5 gets a little dark at time, this one is the dark Persona. Yes. Um, going back, and this gives me hope for maybe a Persona 4 remake someday, which I know they'll do because that's everyone's favorite. Yes. At some point, but uh, I will pick this up. I'm glad they leaked it early so we could report on it to you now. Yeah. Only a few days late. Well, they definitely got people excited. I mean, that was trending for that entire day. Mm-hmm. And I'm always happy to see that stuff trending than all the other crazy bullshit that trends. So yeah. that was, it was good. People were very pleased. People were, because I think that, you know, that trailer dropped and um, I think some rumors also dropped that they want to remake Final Fantasy X mm-hmm. after the, and nine, after, yeah, yeah, which after is supposedly that. in the works or almost done or something. And they, you know, they pointed out like, yeah, there was that stretch from like the late '90s to early 2000s where it was the games of summer. It was like everything was blue and wave themed, mm-hmm. and you had Kingdom Hearts in there. Yep. yep. Final Fantasy X, Persona yep. Three, yep. everything, everything was blue. Oh, and Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, everything. It was it was beach living during those. That. times but mm-hmm. it, it, i don't know i don't know why that now we're just stopped. living in dust <laughs> we are and sand oh god well uh oh, yeah that happened <laughs> yeah i think the world knows that's happening it's kind of going around the country at this point and i mean i feel bad of course for the people involved but i think like other people have worse problems than yeah. that that was going on yeah um just you know wear a mask stay safe you know yeah, our, we, we were our planet's going to the shit but it, it was very, very uh, dramatized in a lot of places, but here in Jersey, we oh. we had the campfire smell and some orange in the sky. We when, had the, the blood moon. When I tell <laughs> you I didn't have a busier day at work than that day. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I was like, just stay home. Like, I know we sell windows, which is something you might need during this time. Yeah. If a window is broken. <laughs> but please. 
But you didn't want to do that because the air was spicy. So I, you, you didn't want to. You, you, you did not. You didn't want to. Even the if you spice had, melange. Even if you <laughs> wanted to go out and pick up windows, you had to be careful. Oh my gosh! Um, but anything that was a uh, um, summer summer game fest adjacent till we get to the big ones. Um. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll try to start out smaller mm-hmm. and then try to work my way back from stuff. Bigger. Yeah. Apparently. According to what I've seen, and you and I seem to have lined up on Twitter algorithms at this point, I, so it you know I, I'm doing the Lord's work for you. My uh, ten year plan has finally come to fruition. But people played Foam Stars on the, mm, the event floor. I won't acknowledge that game. And apparently, it's 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 a people pleaser. We have Splatoon. We need I know no we foam. Have Splatoon. <laughs> But I'm not good at Play Splatoon. a man's game with <laughs> with the kids turning into squids and the bad online. Come on, Dan. <laughs> but my, uh, my my Zelda Switch can't connect to the internet if something else is running the internet. So. It can? Mine does a fine job at well, that. Well, yeah. it's because the other, the old Switch is still siphoning the... Well, maybe it, plug into an ethernet cable using the new... <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe do that, Dan. But, uh, but people were playing that, they were enjoying it. I think that they had demos of that, Sonic, and, um... Oh, something, Al- Alan Wake, I think people <laughs> Alan were Wake 2! Alan Wake 2! People were playing, um, mm. nothing bad to report on any of those fronts. Um, but... I'll start out, because it was still small news, but something I can report on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man 2 got some, uh, like, like a teaser package put out, I think, of, like, marketing materials. Like, pre-order bonuses, a release date, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a whole thing where um, Venom is in the game, but he's not Eddie Brock. Uh, but the, the ending of the previous game should provide some context as to who he is going to be. Uh, but Venom and Craven are definitely the focus here. Yeah. The pre-order bonus, if you get the, the, the Ultra Holy Shit Collector's Edition, will be a statue of Spider-Man and Miles fighting Venom. Hmm. Um, which I I might have to, because I sprang for the last one. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. And uh, But Dan, we have no more room. We have no more room. We're gonna have to get each other, you know, like, gift cards from now on, because there's no more physical room I can put anything in well, this house. Well, unless we buy each other gift cards for, like, Ikea to buy more, more shelving. shelving. But um, even then, I'm running low! <laughs> I have crap I haven't even displayed. Again, uh, to, you know, to the benefit of our Zelda playthrough, I found a treasure trove of Amiibo that I thought had yeah. gone, like, yeah. that. All lost. you needed was a little prodding from me. Yeah. <laughs> Find it! <laughs> With, 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 Find me Mifa! <laughs> with Jonathan, you know, in my head, like Zelda, mm-hmm. you know, crying out for help, yeah. I, I managed to find a box of all of the, the champion amiibo that I had purchased yeah. but had forgotten about. <laughs> I had purchased a lot of shit and forgot about it. I have a little... I have one of those spider tanks from Ghost in the Shell that uh-huh. I, I never... The Nendoroi, I never opened, but, you know, I had, I had Tuxedo Bowser in there... <laughs> Some Pikmins, yeah. Uh, both corns, old, male and female. Old uh, friends <laughs> brought back to life. <laughs> long gone, but two clouds. Oh was, man, two two clouds. Yeah, player one and two. Wow. Uh, but they were all, you know, they were all just waiting to be found. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more to come, yeah. sadly. Uh, but but yeah. So I mean, that's that's out there now. You can probably pre-order that at mm-hmm. some point soon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
very excited for that game. If I had time, I would play those games, because I like Spider-Man yeah. for a superhero, and I hear wonderful things about them, but I have no time, you see. Well, they are <laughs> they are both um, they are both fantastic games. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a Spider fan, I love them, but, you know, they, they are... If you go to see... I have not actually seen it yet, simply out of sheer laziness, um, but, you know, if you're a fan of the, the Miles Morales movies... Uh, that game is a great game, uh, you know, and, and again, one of the, like, the positive things that I like is that in this video game continuity, Peter and Miles can chill together, Mm. like, Miles is in charge of Brooklyn, and then Peter gets, like, wherever the surrounding area of, like, the Daily Bugle, that part of New York City, Mm -hmm. and they both kind of get to, like, coexist, and, uh, you know... So it's a little happier yes. than the situation that animated Miles finds himself in, where that Spider-Man is dead. Mm-hmm. So it's a good dynamic to see. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've been kicking myself, because a few weeks ago when we were recording, I referred to Miles as his sidekick. But that's not mm-hmm. correct. No, not true. That is not correct. They are, they are equal Spider-Mans, but Miles has a different-ish power set. And you can take advantage of that in that Miles Morales game. Hmm. So, obviously, with all its DLC, the first Spider-Man game is huge. I think they, I think it's finally done being patched because uh, they changed Peter's face and everything. But yeah. you go and play that. Well, didn't they make him like more Tom Holland-esque? They made him look more his age-ish. <laughs> Act your age. <laughs> but if I acted your age, I'd be dead. <laughs> they. I'm okay with it mm-hmm. in terms of controversy yeah. because it he just looks younger. Well, like how that's, old is he supposed to be? I feel like he's supposed to be in he's in supposed to be in college. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. So like early twenties. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So you know that's that, and then I don't think the Miles game is as long. Mm-hmm. So if you can knock out the first Spider Man, then that game is, like, a very, uh, kind of... There's less, like... Things to do. You won't have to collect as much in the Miles game, but the Miles game is also excellent, Mm -hmm. so go check that out, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. And then you'll you'll be all set for... My Twitter feed is just full of uh, Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. That's all I'm seeing. I don't know who he is. I know he's in the Spider-Verse. I know he's got sharp teeth. He's Spider-Man. And a beefy boy. 2099, well, I'll be seeing that eventually, I assume. I it, liked the first one, but haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I need to see it, because mm. there's a lot of Spider-Mans from our childhood in there. Mm. There's uh, Spider-Man Unlimited, who was <laughs> who was actually a knockoff of yeah. 2099 yeah. Uh, at the I time. I that game. That game was good. Uh, there's Spider-Man, uh, like, Lego Spider-Man is in there. Yeah, and yet the internet didn't include, um, Kreev, uh, as Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark Spider-Man. They did not. Hmm. But there's always, there's always Well, the they future. won't be getting my bucks, then. It's always the future. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have Swiss Miss once in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's Spider-Man. Alright, anything else? Nope, that's it. Well, we got we got the big FF. Oh, the, the big ones. Uh, you mean Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis? Yes. <laughs> the mobile game? Yes. Yeah, that we'll all be playing for sure. The characters got some cool new art mm-hmm. and new outfits, but it's a mobile game, so I shan't be playing it. 
Yeah, I I will happily indulge in those art assets. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I will try it, but every time I try to start a mobile game, I'm like, mm, and then I stop. And <laughs> if King, if Kingdom Hearts didn't get me with Union Cross or Dark Road, this isn't gonna get me. As I Claire Huxtable finger waggle my my way out of it, yeah. I, I I just won't do it, Dan. You can't make me. I would assume a Switch port has to... Yeah, they did that with the other one, kind of, yeah. sort of. They made the, the Crisis Core, kind of. And so, then they had that weird, like, cheapified version of something. Yeah, Pocket 15. Oh, no, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Uh, the big guns came out, Dan. Yes. Uh, we got on two discs. On Just two so discs. you know, Final Fantasy Rebirth is coming soon. Early mm -hmm. 2024. All kinds of shenanigans going on in that. Oh my gosh, and it looks so beautiful. And I didn't even finish the Yuffie DLC yet. I know, I know, I'm so behind. And I hear that's amazing. And I got halfway through. I didn't get to beat that yet. But I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I'll be ready. I'll be buying it. It looks gorgeous. This is the next half of the, the game that apparently has three parts. They're doing some shenanigans with timelines that are going on. A lot of people are assuming that Zack's original timeline and this timeline are crossing over. Yeah. Mix mashing, it looks very good. Um, you get to play as Red 13, but still no uh, sexy vampire man revealed yet, eh? He has to be in there. Oh, he'll be there and he'll get his own trailer. But it just looks like it's going to be massive. Mm -hmm. It looks like it'll be massive. All the characters will have stuff to do in yep. that, in that like, overworld setting. It, it is just going to be mm -hmm. a gigantic experience. Yeah. Um, and I just love how they're kind of switching up the story. Like, does Aerith know things she shouldn't? Why is that? Yeah, is Tifa yeah. actually Tifa? Yeah. And then we're, we're getting, like, we're getting more, um, like, Shinra conspiracy stuff where I think they're, they're, they've covered up what happened at Midgar as having the main characters, like, oh, they died in the explosion Well, here. that's supposed to be the split timeline, Dan. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 it's like, um... Mm -hmm. All, all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, it's um, very deep in the lore-based. Uh, we get chocobos looking chocobos. wonderful, running around in the world. Um, just looks fun. We got some team attacks going on. I would love me some golden saucer. Oh, I don't know. It probably will make it. It definitely will make it. But will it be on this disc? I don't know. Will it be DLC for this disc? Well, people are is speculating it... what that second disc could even... No, the second disc, disc is just the data disc. Yeah, I, that, I know. I know. It's don't, don't listen to them. It's the same thing is. they did with the first one. The first one was on two discs. Yeah. They yeah, just, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they just want to specify that it's like you gotta load the data first and then play the game. But still, it'll be massive. Yeah. Uh, very excited. Mm -hmm. That first one was my favorite of that year. So. Loved it, yeah. Well, that's all I got on news. Well, in 16. 16. Oh, well, there was another trailer. Well, yeah, it got, I'm uh, saving myself. It got, <laughs> it, yeah, it got more, yeah. like, preview stuff, and I think... It looks gorgeous, it looks wonderful, it looks medieval. I love it. I love the summons. I love all the characters so far. I love the music, the art. I love it all, Dan. I think they're doing, like, a reveal thing tonight. It's mm. like a, 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 you know, countdown to the release <laughs> thing altogether. Well, it's probably only, like, 16 days or so. I think so, yeah. yeah. Might be fewer because it comes out the twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Um, if that's all you have, I have one more. That's everything I got, Dan. My will has run dry. Uh, as per my intro, I played a demo oh. the other day without my permission. 
called Lies of P. Lies of P, the Pinocchio Bloodborne game. Yes. yes that's, I'm, I'm well aware, Dad. That's literally all it is, yeah. is, is, uh, is Pinocchio Bloodborne. It's literally the same Bloodborne quests. Like, do you lie to the lady in the, the well-lit room? Mm-hmm. And I said, hmm, this looks an awful lot like Bloodborne. It is, uh, like, I'm waiting to, to, for the proper we have venue. To, we have to call Grant. To bring, yeah, to bring it up to Grant. <laughs> because I think that the combination of Pinocchio and Bloodborne... It's two, it's two of his greatest interests. ...will will just, you know, astound him. Yeah. Um, because it is, you know, you're, you're playing as Timothy Chalamet Pinocchio. Do you lie? <laughs> Uh, oh, now I get it. Lie or die, and oh. you, and that is the option you have. And you, oh. you go through. You got like you got to be a real boy. Your bloodborne trick weapons. You're fighting your way through. The uh, the the <laughs> Bioshock esque robot puppets have gone mad and have laid waste to the city. Mm. And you need to fight your way through them to you know, you know, figure out what's going on. And Jiminy Cricket is is called Gemini, Ooh, and he's like, like your me. he's yeah. like a little cybernetic program in your lantern that you have. Mm. Uh, and the Blue Fairy is, I think, the means by which you keep reviving. She, she's the doll. Yeah. Uh, and she, yes, she's yeah. Lady Maria. She is the is the Souls Maiden who helps <laughs> you level up. Um, but it is literally just it is just a a. How'd that get approved? How'd that get by FromSoft? Like. Well, I don't. Well, there's lots. There's been lots of Souls clones. Yeah, that have but come it out. seems like a really close copy in some cases. Like I said, that one quest line that mm-hmm. I saw, it's an exact copy. Yeah, I don't. I think the only. I mean, it could be like a fun little nod, but it seems like you're doing the exact same thing. The 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 controls don't feel at this point as smooth as like Bloodborne's did, mm-hmm. even for its time. Uh, so. You know, it's probably not a one-to-one pulling out of, like, their programming setup or anything like that, but it was, um, it feels very, very similar. You have a similar item setup, similar healing setup, but I am thoroughly enjoying it so far Mm. because it's, like, a stupid, um, Bioshock-ish... It's the things we love. Yeah, Yeah. so... Rough edges aside, bloodborne copy aside, I I think I'm going to play. All we the gotta do version. is throw in an Italian stereotype in there as a boss yeah. named like Stromboli. I uh, feel like that's coming. You know, so. Stromboli the organ grinder. It's it's probably coming at some it point. Be right there, Dan. I'm glad you brought that up because I did notice that. Yeah. I said, oh, wonder who knows about this game. So it's I I I actually fully recommend it so far. Mm-hmm. It is. It is just Bloodborne with Pinocchio. Um, but it, but it brings some of its own stuff to the table. Like, it yeah. brings, like, a very Bioshock, like, yeah. I don't As know, said. Uh, like, uh, Deco. Art Deco. Style yeah. to it, you know. And I feel like we're going to go through, like, in a, like an expanded grimdark version of, like, the Pinocchio story. Mm-hmm. And it's been a good year for that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll see what happens, but mm-hmm. I'm interested. So. Oh, lots of games on Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, good news all around. I've only got a minor addition to the tangents you sent me. Mm-hmm. I have been working on them, but this is the one solid one that I have so far. Go for it. If you wish to. You said, uh, plan on some French things. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I, of course, am continuing to plan on some French things mm-hmm. as well. It's one of my, uh, my specialities... 
uh, the subject matters that I'm most accustomed to mm-hmm. is something that I will create. But the one thing that I said we can get a little solid on is we're going to have a mouse and a cat duo, mm-hmm. uh, a la Despero and such, with a, a nice slinky cat. And they're going to be kind of like a knight slash steed Pokemon. Very good. Yeah. Just, we could do a lot of cute things with them, I think. I feel like that kind of opens the doors. It's very broad. That's what I thought of, but I thought mouse and cat. Cat and mouse. Yeah. A pairing that... Really, we don't have all of Pikachu and Meowth. They're not really, like, rivals, No, right? yeah, not We don't really have, like, a cat versus a mouse in the Pokemon universe yet, yeah. right? No, 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 we don't. So not, I, not straightforward. I, I thought so. that, that'd be a cute thing. Like, they're rivals, but they actually fight better together. Like, Tom and Jerry-esque. Yeah. I think they, they be, could yeah, be cute. They pair together in double battles. And I picture them kind of like French animated a la Triplets of Belleville, like with that quirkiness going on there. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the thing. It's like, oh, whatever their names are, like Chapeau de Cats or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. But uh, they each have their unique quirks. Yep. Very good. Yep. That That's all I thought of this week. As I said, I have more notes. I'm still expanding on your Ninja Master, Trigun character, anime characters, Safarimon, and such. No, we got. I've I've literally just been making sure all the art looks as good as I can get it before yes. I post it. So I I know I've been slow with that stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm literally just trying to to fine tune everything to get it uh, up to snuff. Mm-hmm. But I suppose we're not in any rush or no. anything like that. No. So we're not moving at sonic speed. That's for sure. We're not. We're not supersonic racing. No, so. sonic boom. But uh, but yeah. Thank you very much. All right. I'll well, add with, them to the list. With that, shall we move into the episode proper today? Mm-hmm. All right. So as I stated before, we're in the penultimate of our episodes to Trigon before I've got a few special little dealies and then um, what I'm planning for future. But uh, to recap what we watched last time, we met a few of the gung-ho guns, all pristinely designed and vastly underused. Mm-hmm. They were there for a second. Blink and you'll miss them, but they looked cool while doing it. Yes. Led by the Mysterious Knives, uh, we learned about the Project Seeds sci-fi backstory on how this planet of Gunsmoke was started in the first place, Mm -hmm. with Knives and um, Vash on their spaceship with Rem crashing into the spaceship, Rem's sacrifice to save the human race on this new planet. And we learned about the Warring Brothers and the reason for revenge with Knives and Vash. Mm-hmm. Vash swearing that he will take care of Knives for Rem, a la her last wish. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get into today, uh, we get a lot more tension and dynamic between Vash and Nicholas, which mm-hmm. is what I appreciate in this series. Of course. I love when two men of different ideals go together and bond in different ways, but also don't see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite tropes. And we will see some more gung-ho guns. Oh, very good. Yeah. I, I do love... I, I can't assure you that they will be on screen for a very long time, but they will be there. I don't need them to. Yeah. I love tropey villains, tropey villain teams, even if some of the members get shafted. I'm f- I've am always stood by those characters, <laughs> just for their designs and such. Well, that's all I got. We've got four episodes. We're skipping one today, but I have the plot contained of all of them. Any thoughts on where this series is going to go in the last ten episodes or so? Um... I'm just interested to, to finally see, like, the backstory, uh, like, the City of July, other things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll be there, but briefly. I'm just, I'm looking for maybe some answers, but I just really like, you know, Vash as a character and how he kind of uh, faces his antagonists and stuff like that in the situations he finds himself in. So, yeah, yeah I mean, if this is the build-up, you know, if we're building to the end here... Yeah. Um, 
I'm expecting a lot of action, expecting mm-hmm. some drama. Um, but no, I've I've been excited every step of the way for this anime, so We're almost I, I don't think it'll let me down. Yep. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into today's episode, where mm-hmm. we will answer the immortal question, which is more deadly, giant worm or child? Ooh. <laughs> Welcome back to Anime Was Not a Mistake, and Dan, you're aiming that gun at me? You're aiming that gun at me? <laughs> I am Book. Uh, oh, but wow. the... I'm liking it. Yeah? Still, still thoroughly liking it. Wow, yeah. Um, Trigun is a success. You know, and, and the gung-ho guns... As oh. you as you described, you're gonna buy every Figma. We know, we yeah. know. They, you know, they are small parts, but they, they, you know, they get an amount to do that I would expect those types of villains to get to do. See, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think they get the bare minimum. They're cool designs, but they get nothing to do. Well, it, because it's, I, I think it varies if you think of them as like as one antagonist that is spread <laughs> out through multiple people, <laughs> because. Other anime that we have watched, and other ones we will watch, have done that before, where it's like, yeah. the threat is just the group. Yeah. It's not something like where the, the entire arc yeah. villains are teased in the beginning. It's kind of just like, oh, the Ginyu force is coming, and, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it, it's kind of like... So I, w- I would think for the amount of time that this anime had to work with, that, you know, they get the... But we're, we will not hold that against them. Yes. So, so we just watched the penultimate series of uh, Trigun, uh, the episodes that were ensued within this, but uh, what did you think? You you liked it? You loved it? I'm I'm still enjoying it. All I'm right. still... Good to know. Based on the, the jokes that you have made in passing, I'm not sure if everything is going to get answered. Um, <laughs> it, it won't. <laughs> but but I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, like, things being left mysterious or up to interpretation, um, I think I get kind of what's going on symbolically between these two brothers, um, but I will have to wait and see until the end to like confirm that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can discuss that. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm enjoying it. I it certainly feels like it's ramping up to something very serious. Like characters' ideals are starting to clash, and it seems like the bad guys are trying to kind of push. Vash over like a mental cliff, yeah. As this, you know, nears yeah. its end, trying to so. break that psyche over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's begin with the plot. Episode eighteen. Goodbye for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, flashback involving Vash and knives on the day that Vash not only loses his left arm but also destroys July with the power of his angel arm. It's the first time seeing knives as an adult, voiced by like the Thai voice actor mm-hmm. that's going on here. And uh, everything that brought you and Rem together is gone. That will be revealed later on in the series. It's like this one guy remains dead Mm -hmm. in this weird, strange thing. And then um, Knives is like, oh, well, like, succumb to your power. And Vash can't help but control his angel arm, which is aiming at Knives. Yeah. Yeah. 
and we get this thing where it's like you're not even able to heal the scars yeah. that you've gotten here, which, which I I think is an implication that they they are supposed to be able to heal, but mm-hmm. Vash is choosing like, not to. Like yeah. he he remains in that mindset where he's like he cares about the people. Yeah, he cares about humanity. He's siding with humanity, yeah. and and knives use that as a weakness. And it seems to be holding Vash back. Yeah. So, like, he aims his gun at knives, thus my intro joke. You're aiming mm-hmm. at me? Mm-hmm. You're aiming at me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that happens, and then the blast goes off, and Vash awakens to a dream where he's being called by Eric's. He is. Eric's. <laughs> Who could Eric's be? <laughs> I imagine, though, as yeah. I told you when we were watching this, if that wasn't Vash. It would be a very good twist, but... Like, that would have been fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh, by a young girl named Lena, who's calling for Eric's instead. Uh, then we see that Nicholas D. Wolfwood is back walking to a town that is doomed, uh, staying with the locals. Instead, he's riding the bus, like, into town as they're all trying to run it out of town. Yeah. And then, like, a passerby is like, you'll... I hope you're willing to settle down here because yeah. you're never going to get out. Yeah, the so. town has been completely taken over by bandits that we hear that Vash the Stampede is leading. So. Yeah, now now represented by a a short blonde guy <laughs> with a blonde mohawk yeah. with a gun arm. Yeah. So that has been incorporated into his legend. Yeah. I, I like that little touch there. Yeah. Uh, Lena and Eric's come into the bar. Lena wants to hide for socking a pervert. Uh, it was one of those bandits who will blow up at the bar. Vash is wrecked slash ripped. So, like, you know, like, at the same point, he's like, uh, something's happened. Lena, what did you do? She socked this guy Mm -hmm. for, like, coming towards her or, like, you know, making a front at her at the same point. Mm -hmm. But uh, then he's like, you know, I'll defend this honor. But he has all the guns in town. He's like, come out. I want that girl to come out of that bar. Yeah. Here she's 12 years old, but, like, bring her out. But. Vash says, I'll do it. No, it's no problem for me here. As as Eric's. Yeah, as uh, Eric's. He he steps out to try to, like, you know, if I get on my knees and beg you, will you, mm-hmm. you know, relent and leave this town yeah. alone? Well, only if you act like a dog, and only if you get naked. And Eric's does. He, he He's very fine, yeah. You know, I don't think anyone yeah, all in the... those scars, man. Wow. In the town would hold it against him, but it's <laughs> well, very everyone much... Everyone would have won a scene, I think. As we re- as we remember from Dungeon Dice Monsters and Duke Devlin, uh, he got Joey into that dog suit, and, yeah. and that was the ultimate humiliation. Joey so. wanted in that dog suit. He chilled in it. I mean, I'll he, agree. He, when, when I take over Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Joey wanted that. They'll have that as an alt costume yeah. uh, for him, but he, but yeah, so he does it, and uh, clearly this false Vash is going to kill him anyway. Yeah. Uh, but Vash is ripped nonetheless, and then Wolfwood tells everyone to trust Vash. Like, he's going out there to do the right thing. Yes. Like, you should really believe in him. There, uh, Wolfwood stares at the bandit leader, who leaves shooting Vash as they live. Uh, Vash as they is, leave, yeah. As they leave. Uh, Vash is then in the hospital. Uh, being shot Mm -hmm. and everyone's like oh my god he's dying he's dying whatever bring him into the emergency it's like very gray's anatomy but it it is but from however brief a time vash has been living here as eric's this is not the first time he's like oh he's he's in here every week because he's defending uh lena from another fight or another or he's clumsy or he does something so he's been in this emergency room before Mm -hmm. uh but you know he takes a lot of damage yeah and then we get like the immortal question would you choose life over pride 
Mm-hmm. What do you think of that, Dan? Would you choose your life over your pride? Hmm. Oh, these are this, it's deep stuff for our podcast yeah. here. I choose my life over my pride. I think that's me. I'd sacrifice that. But like, yeah, whatever you think about me. This might be a boring answer. I would also probably choose life because... <laughs> I want to live, damn it! I have been exposed to a lot of media where someone will destroy themselves over, like, clinging on to something. I mean, you remember when we saw Memphis, correct? <laughs> Do I remember when we saw Memphis on Broadway? Yes. I, I That's, like, one of the, the mental images I have of, like, wow. someone... I can't believe that lasted that long. It Memphis did. the musical. It did. If I could have gotten a better musical to stay with Dan... Um, but yeah, so I would, I would also say life, because at yeah. least you could, you know, go on to make a change, but obviously in the Wild West, it, it's functioning a bit differently, so. Mm. Uh, but, uh, Vash is in the hospital, choosing away for pride. Wolfwood scolds the back talkers, and Vash is set up with a new family here. Uh, Lena's grandmother wants to take care of the outlaws herself, because apparently Lena has been kidnapped. Yeah, Kathy Bates and Granny Get Your Gun. This is our movie idea. I think that would be a perfect thing. Why hasn't it been thought of yet? She's ready to take them all on. She won the Academy Award for Misery. As I, I mean, I've suggested to you a perfect movie. Yes. I love that film. I love Kathy Bates. I think that would have been the, the great way to take this series. She's, leave it to Granny. Yeah. She's got, but, but, yeah. Um, but again, like, Vash as Eric's has seemingly set up, like, a peaceful life here, um, and he just doesn't want to hurt people anymore, because he's still traumatized from having blown a crater into the fifth moon yeah. on the last episode. Uh, Wolfwood comes in and punches Vash awake, a conversation, Vash has been laying low because he doesn't want to hurt people anymore, as you said, and then we get visions of him destroying July and causing the hole in the fifth moon, uh, with his angel arm. Yes. So he's dealing with all that stuff going on now. Uh, you can't run from your problems. Wolfwood came to take Vash away. He needs his help. And then we get Frank Marlin from a skipped episode mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, he gave Vash his gun mm -hmm. in the first place. So that's the reason why he can do all these things. Well, and he repaired it. Yeah. yeah. And Vash wants to live here. Lena recalls meeting Vash, who was nursed back to health and comforted. It's like, oh, hello, strange gun toter in the alley. Mm -hmm. Want to come live with us? It's like, and, yeah. And imagery-wise, when we see it at the end of the episode, imagery-wise, it's like after firing his angel arm the previous time, he was like almost in like a feral state. Like he was hiding in the shadows, just like his signature jacket was torn up. He was just despondent, and then Lena did bring him in and, and, and you know, get him back to closer to his usual self. Yeah. Um, so, a gunman standing outside, Wolfwood uh, Town instantly vanished, a uh, man's name, only thing left behind, and then he's like, did you hear about this other town called Car Caracas Carcasses? I think it, it, it's like Caracas, it's supposed to sound like Carcass, I'm assuming, yeah. so. That's been, like, wiped instantly off the map. At this point, yeah, it, it happened, like, the people disappeared from it. And, and seemingly not violently, like, everything was left exactly as it was, it's just as if the people up and disappeared. Yeah, and the only thing left behind was this guy's name, Knives. Yes. And this sends Vash off, it's like, oh, I hate that Knives! Confound him! But it does help to, like, uh, kind of snap Vash back into his, his quest, because he's remembering what he said to Rem, and he's like... 
you know, nowhere that I go is going to stay peaceful for long as long as Knives is is out there doing yeah. this stuff. Yeah. So Lena is taken by the outlaws. Vash takes action. Them's the breaks, kids. Yeah. And it's like, oh, him and Nicholas only have 200 bandits to take care of. Whatever. A yeah. hundred for each of us. And pretty, it's easy. It's, pretty pretty yeah. cool line. It happens off screen, too. Yeah. And Lena gives Vash a haircut after being rescued by them. And uh, Vash has to leave and tells Grandma he is going. I can't tell you anything. We just don't want you to be alone. Uh, Eric's, and Va- Eric's is Vash the Stampede. And then take care of Vash. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, and it is cool because, like, I, I would assume Granny is the first one to find out that he's Vash the Stampede. And then he tells <laughs> everyone else. Yeah. Um, and, like, this town is familiar with what's going on. Like, they're, like, they're, you see them gossiping, like, oh, Eric's was, was Vash the entire time. Um, yes, we should run him out, but he did save us, so it's, like... Yeah. Whatever is going on, it's kind of, like, Vash is, is reaching, like, a mythical point. Yeah. By now, and it's, like, we just gotta let him keep going, so. Mm-hmm. I do like this respect that the granny has for Vash. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that going on there, but she understands what's what's happening. So we get episode 19, Hang Fire, which we skipped over. Uh, Meryl is recalling the angel arm burning the hole in the fifth moon. She's back at the Bernardelli Insurance Agency, and her co-workers want to know the details. Meryl gets called to the chief's office, and her, Millie, her and Millie have a new assignment. Uh, we head off to Little Jersey, which I skipped over, unfortunately. Is it truly Little Jersey? Is yeah, it? okay. It's- it's based off Little New Jersey. Okay. I, I did they get did did, did you know did, did they, they have the chicken parm? I don't know, Dan. Did they get everything right? I don't think anyone's gotten anything <laughs> right. I think Jersey Shore has even gotten things wrong, Dan. But uh, it's not the Jersey that I've grown up in. The glitz and glamour. But I was like, oh, Jersey! I'm awake. Mm-hmm. I'm wide awake. But. Whatever. Uh, Meryl is happy she gets to find Vash, and some girls need to risk their lives in order to do what they love. So we get that going right there. So what was the new assignment? It's find Vash. Okay, so that, they were literally They said, just... like, please don't find Vash, and then immediately find Vash. Okay. okay. It's causing too much damage. Anyway, again. So Vash and Nicholas are passed down in the middle of the desert, and they get a lift from Nicholas, Nicholas's mer- motorcycle named Angeline. Uh, Vash wants to go to New Oregon. Nicholas wants uh, to go to New Kansas, where the disappearances are happening during this episode. And Vash and Millie are on the trail. In New Oregon, Vash and Nicholas eat some spaghetti. The Polo and Freeze, Sam- F- Freeze families are feuding all over the death of a family member and the ownership of the satellite that's going on above them. So it's very Romeo and Juliet occurring at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Vash stops by to see a guy named Max Simon, uh, an old derby winner who's apparently, like, best friends with Vash at that, that point. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know you from before. Uh, million, uh, yeah. a, a Thomas Derby yeah. winner, we would assume, right? Yeah, okay. why not? Um, Millie and Merrill are on a sand steamer that gets hijacked, all to do with these two warring families. Max happy to see Vash, it's been ten years. The sand steamer crashes into two warring families, uh, into the town, uh, wants to head into the Polo family, has a hostage, uh, won't even make it there in three days. A typhoon Jacqueline is heading towards the town, so it's like a whole dramatic thing mm-hmm. that's going on there. Uh, Meryl and Millie easily break out of their hostage situation. 
Vash and Max take the ruffians by surprise. Vash is being initially creepy, singing about total slaughter of an ocean of blood. Like, he's walking down a hallway and he's like, oh, who will save you? Will it be Vash the Stampede? And he's like, well, you know, this this river will run deep with an ocean of blood mm-hmm. at this point. So they're like, oh, it is Vash the Stampede. Okay. Let's get the <laughs> fuck out of here at this point. Um, but uh, one of the family members... Benson is upset the daughter Eileen was killed. It's like a whole Romeo and Juliet situation mm-hmm. going on here. Uh, but doesn't want to take a life. We can't play God. Vash stops the murderer taking punches from Benson instead of, like, killing this one innocent man that, like, apparently killed this one daughter mm-hmm. of this other family. Uh, and Meryl, Vash, Millie, and Wolfwood take a moment of meeting up again as one of the Bennets disassembles actually a puppet for one of the gun home guns. Okay. Like, the one who inspired this whole situation is that one puppet, Gung Ho Gun. Okay. That's going on here. Okay, that, that makes sense for him, though. He's like a long-term schemer. Okay. So, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so we get episode 20, The Flying Ship. The Typhoon Jacqueline hits New Oregon. Mm-hmm. And a Chocobo comes through the window and Vash hasn't uh, ditched the girls yet. Yes. But he's thinking about doing it. And Millie slipped a tracker into Vash's breakfast. It turns out that some cats ate it instead. Yes. Yeah, so we get, like, the whole, oh, he's right here in the next room. Oh, no, it's just a cat. Yeah. Well, and it could have been intentional on Vash's part, because we know he's not he's not that dumb. So. Yeah. Uh, we get another flashback with young Vash and Knives, where they crash-landed on Gunsmoke. You killed Rem and everyone. Knives, you aren't even human. Knives goes into a rage after being compared to a human. And Vash is in the present, ready to fight knives mm-hmm. uh, while that's going on. Max, from last episode, advised Vash to jump into the typhoon into a flying ship. Uh, Nicholas is hanging on the bottom, and I said, oh, is that more of, like, an apical repre- reference to Dan and I on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. Our, our ideals are yeah. <laughs> stand opposite. But... Yeah. In the sky is a seed ship that hasn't crashed. Vash says he's visiting for the folks. And we get the first host guest in 20 years. The puppet master, Leonov, watches this all and reports to Legato through, like, creepy bird puppets. Yes. Which yeah. I thought were really cool. It's a good it's a good infiltration. they're never like, really seen again. They're, they're not, but it's, like, a cool infiltration strategy because you see them eventually, like, crumble and fall into the air ducts. So yeah. they're, like, good for getting into bases like that. So. Yeah, so Nicholas might be, but there's no time for that. Inside the seed ship, a doctor and Brad, who is our favorite character of the episode. Looks like Kuwabara. Kuwabara, he's set in his ways. He's got that the victory role a la Japan style. Tough exterior, yeah. Tough exterior, but soft interior. So yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know if I trust this Vash coming into this place at the same point, but um, um. So then we get well. There, there's a ton of other because originally it's like Nicholas can't come in with you, but then they do let him in. But everyone inside that ship. They are familiar with Vash, so they... But scared of Nicholas. Yeah, like, they do not tolerate outsiders. They do not want... They they seem to have a very, like, distant view of life on the surface of Gunsmoke. So they're like, we don't want you bringing your violence and warfare into this peaceful place that that we've kept safe. Mm -hmm. You've brought the smell of gunpowder in here, is what they, they tell Nicholas. Yeah. 
A young girl Jessica is very happy to see Vash. Brad is upset. All the people on the ship don't trust outsiders, mm-hmm. as you said. But we get this young Jessica going. Like, I've known you since I was a child, Vash. Yeah. I'm excited to see you. Vash hasn't aged. But he saw another thing. them when they were kids. Like, yeah. Brad and Jessica and a few others he saw when they were kids last time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Meryl and Millie try to brave the typhoon, but things aren't looking good. On the ship, Nicholas is treated with disdain. Uh, you need to realize that you can't live up here forever, says Nicholas. Like, eventually this plant is going to die. Yeah. And you're going to descend down to Gunsmoke. Go in there. Uh, but someday you will all have to live on Gunsmoke. Vash has entrusted these this group to watch over the other sleeping seeds mm-hmm. that are happening here. Uh, did you fire the angel arm? Vash feels like it makes him feel as violent as knives and as other men. Well, yeah, uh, the doctor and Brad are kind of, like, questioning him, like, why he would come back. Like, the, the main thing that, that Vash needs here is to have his regular gun arm repaired. Yeah. Um, but, like, doctor, like, the doc is still, you know, trying to get to the bottom of what happened, and it's like, you know, um... Vash takes full responsibility like I am just as dangerous as he is because I was I did do that to the moon like no matter how you frame it it was me so yeah so Jessica cooks a huge meal for Vash uh as someone lurks in the vent and Dan went oh no yeah got those re-deads in there yeah what's happening those gibdos gibdos gibdo bones (laughs) yeah roll them bones it's gibdo bones but um so that happens and then we realize that uh jessica is in her apartment uh brad arrives and thinks oh so like there's a whole scene where like people are screaming behind a closed door and nicholas is like oh let me in let me in but then they all are dead yes and then brad shows up and is like you killed them all and Brad pulls out one of those same laser sight pistols that we yeah. saw in the previous Vash and Knives flashback. So they they have all the same tech mm-hmm. that has been maintained since like the seed project arrived here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's a standoff where Brad is like got the gun aimed at him. He's like, I I knew it. I knew you would bring like death here. You you know you clearly did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nicholas is like, no 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 like. I did what I had to do to protect people. Yeah. Um, and it's not him. But uh, the the Vash goes to Jessica's apartment because she was cooking him dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he finds a present there for him. <laughs> uh, but it is... Oh, Jessica wanted to give you that present, Dan. It's got a message in blood written on it. Yeah. The word kill. Just like Dan on his 31st. Yeah, probably. Kill. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, you'd know that I sent that to you. Maybe written in purple for Grimace. But, yeah. Uh, there's even more dead people kind of covering the ship, because uh, it is that puppet guy. Mm-hmm. Leonoff. He has, he has arrived, and he's doing the killing. Yeah. Uh, you must be Leonoff. You must be the one who rings the black funeral bell, and he mentions to, like, um, a Nicholas, like, oh, your name is Chapel, but he's like, oh, no. Don't start talking about that. Yeah. We don't need that again. That's the second time that's happened in the series, but um, something may be going on with him. Yeah, I'm a little suspicious. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, there's no time for that. Leonoff has Jessica as a hostage, and Brad sees no way out but shooting Nicholas. So we get this whole thing where it's like, you know, you care about this girl, maybe shoot the guy that's here. Yeah. 
in order to save her. And Nicholas tries to, like, be logical about it. He's like, really, if we're trying to maximize the number of people saved, we just ignore him and ignore <laughs> the hostage situation and just keep moving. But Brad is like, I can't do that. Yeah. So a shot rings out and Jessica is saved by Vash, who, like, Nicholas is like, you know, I know a certain idiot who's going to, like, show up and save the day. Yeah. He tends to beat the odds no matter yeah. what how hopeless the situation looks. And then we get this whole flashback scene with Rem teaching Vash about flowers, especially the red geranium. Mm -hmm. That's like meant to symbolize hope and like perseverance. And then Dan was like, oh, so that's why he wears a red jacket. Yeah. It's from the Kringles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But Leonov laughs saying that there's no, uh, there are more gung-ho guns on the ship. I send three assassins in to finish you at the same time. And Vash is back. Meryl and Millie are barely having made any progress in the storm. Mm-hmm. Trying to reach them. So episode 21, out of time. In a sci-fi tank room, Legato promises his master that Vash will soon suffer. All while the smooth jazz plays and he's talking to the puppet master. Yes. During this scene. Um, back on the Project Seed ship, uh, Leonov reminds Vash and Wolfwood that there are three more members of the Gung-Ho Guns on the same ship, as we learned last episode, and a giant with gun hands, Gray the Nine Lives, number six, shoots down many innocents on the ship. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Dan will enjoy him. I do. Yeah. Uh, the ship is easy prey, Leonov laughs at Vash, stating that he should control his temper, Wolfwood heads off alone, no mercy for them. Um, Vash is stating that uh, Vash tells Jessica and Brad to get to safety at that point because we get like a a Brad and Jessica clone going on there. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then Vash and Wolfwood are shooting many of Leonov's puppets. Well, we should also note Brad is in love with Jessica, but he has not been able to like profess his feelings. And Jessica seems mostly enamored with Vash, Mm -hmm. even just in like a passing crush sort of way. So yeah, Uh, Jessica and Brad are fighting off these puppets or, you know, everyone's fighting off these puppets and Vash's new machine gun arm has a bit too much kickback. Uh, Brad shows up to provide the assist as the doctor comments the remaining residents that this isn't good yeah you know like things well, are coming up doctor is the doctor is in the control room of the seed ship and he's like he has like a monitor showing all of the plants that they still have functioning the mm-hmm. plants capital p being the you know the big power reactors that we've seen previously mm-hmm. and you know the fight is moving awfully close to those reactors so yes. we need to be we need to be careful uh wolfwood is facing facing off against gray who easily takes the bullets and fires brack uh wolfwood manages to launch a large shell into gray which like is interrupted mid-scene mm-hmm. it's like oh i took care of you whatever like there's no way you survived that but then we cut back to the other one um and then the demons are heading to the power control rooms and bring down the ship uh vash Shoots holes through the floor for a very quick way down, and Vash sees all the dead ship residents and begins to weep. Yeah. During that point, he's like, oh, these are the people I've grown to protect. I know all their names. Yeah. He, despite he, not knowing them. He names them, and, you know, even though we, the audience, never met them, it's like, okay, Vash has stopped in here before. At the very least, he took the time to remember who all of they were, all of them were. So it's, it's you know, 
It's a very sobering little moment that yet again this place's peace has been threatened because yeah. of him. So he says he's sorry that he didn't come home sooner. And time to grieve. Vash is attacked by Hopard, who can roll into a giant ball and spin. You know, yeah, yeah, and defend any bullet that's thrown at him. Yeah, he gives the uh, the. Do you know what? Um, oh, what was it? Compromise or? Mm-hmm. No, You're it wasn't. The wrong person. He says something like, "Oh, this comes from the Greek word for oh, this yeah. and that." Yeah. Um, but you know, my my shield cannot be. My shield is unbreakable. Uh, so no weapon uh, can unbreakable. Pierce it. Yeah, unbreakable. Um, but you know, Vash tries. He tries the tactic that he used on the uh the the big metal fist guy previously. Where he shoots it like the projectile to knock it off balance, but uh, Hopper's shield is too strong for that to even work mm-hmm. on. So he'll have to try something else. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, oh, Gray the Nine Lives is okay. Yeah. yeah. He's rumored to have nine lives and the four is shot out from under him. Uh, so then, uh, Wolford runs into the power control center. Hopper claims that his shield is of the Gautier, can take any blow that's thrown out him. Um, it's no use to Vash, uh, Gray is getting off some serious shots on Wolfwood, but he manages to shoot a pipe spraying, uh, acid, and revealing his metal chase. Yeah, so, Gray the Nine Lives had some kind of bulletproof coating over the exterior of his, like, robotic body. He's not really immortal, Dan. So he, he just had, uh, you know, so he is vulnerable under that. Uh, and then Wolfwood manages to blow that, the torso of him. You know, yeah. manages to blow his torso up. Uh, Brad sees Vash losing to Hopper. Hopper obtains obtained his body through experiments and surgeries. Uh, Vash promised Renz to keep moving, so Leonov's wire, like he uses like Leonov's wire from before, yeah, in order to like aim a gun at him as he's like tilting towards him. Because he leaves his body exposed when he's going forward, so if you can get to the side, you can shoot him and injure him. But there's also I did like Hopper's line. Where, because, like, Vash keeps trying the different, like, bullet strategies and machine gun thing, and, uh, Hopper's like, you know, do you think I would have gotten these surgeries just to, like, just for you to do that? So it's like, clearly these gung-ho guns have had to endure a lot of shit to be turned into, like, the living weapons that they are, Mm -hmm. um, you know, which could add, like, a little bit of tragedy to them if they, you know, if they had been given more development time Mm -hmm. so so brad and vash worry about the city that is falling around them and then they're initially like oh my god we're crashing but suddenly hopper flings himself into the plant at that like you know like they they realize like oh something's going on here and brad logs into the controls and vash tries to speak to the plant in order Mm -hmm. to stop it like crashing into that system yeah but then it is revealed that uh, Hopper has lived, yeah, and like decimates himself into the plant at that same point. And Gray Nine Lives' legs, still oh yeah, keep, keep going forward. And then he uses a Cyborg Zero Zero Nine knee rocket to blow up the other plant yes. in the other room. Yes. So while uh, so that's going on, and then they fling their plant into the themselves into the plant, and the plant's container is shattered, and the ship crashes into Gunsmoke violently. Uh, Wolfwood is pissed 
that he couldn't stop this and the real Jessica is found bound and, bound and gagged and Wolfwood's like, oh shit, if you're here, then that means... Yeah, there's a puppet. Something else is going on different here. Uh, the fake Jessica approaches Vash and Wolfwood warns Vash that the imposter Jessica is going to try to kill him. And she does, but she shoots through innocent Brad. Yeah, Brad takes a lot of bullets to yeah. defend to defend Vash. Poor like, Brad. He, he is... Well, not only that, but right right before his death, Brad comes out with Vash. The the people of Spaceship are ready to, to you know, yeah. blame Kill him. Kill Vash. It's like, oh, he did this to us. He's like, no, none of you guys would even be alive if Vash wasn't even fighting mm-hmm. up there to delay this. Like, this was the other guys, not him. Like, you need to, like, trust him and believe in him. Yeah. Uh, but then he tragically immediately is killed, and yeah. Vash cries. Yeah. And they shoot this kid puppet doll. Yeah. Which immediately is there. And then it's like truly wonderful. Vash cries for Brad's sacrifice. Brad smiles at seeing Vash as one of the the ones who lived outside of time. Yes. Which we get like this vague notion that all the plants are like superior billi- uh, beings mm-hmm. um, that have lived outside of there that Brad actually got the chance to see. And Oh, and Wolfwood blows up the puppet master yeah he yeah. comes out of nowhere he's like on the ship and then one scene later he's like oh suck it yeah and and uh legato or what, what's his name um not legato puppet puppet guy um leonard yeah leonoff leonoff uh is he kind of just like is resigned to it he's like well and then wolf would blow some up <laughs> yeah. before reuniting with millie and merrill yeah uh, watch the scene unfold. Wolfwood thinks on internal pain. Mm-hmm. Like, that's gonna happen. So then we get episode 22, Alternative. Vash, Wolfwood, Meryl, and Millie are camping out. Vash is filled with murderous, murderous revenge. Uh, don't drink like that. It disrespects the booze. Mm-hmm. It's like the scene the guys are giving each other. And Wolfwood tries to convince Vash that all those deaths on the seed ship were not his fault. Um, it is more than Vash can bear, but Brad's sacrifice is weighing heavy on him. Jessica said it wasn't his fault, but goes off crying anyway, says Vash. Um, you still have to finish something, don't you, Vash? Yeah. You gotta go face him. Yeah. And Meryl is listening. The gang is riding in Wolfwood's car, uh, arriving at their destination, and Millie and Wolfwood flirt. Um, Meryl wants to talk to Vash, but can't. So we get these two pairings that are going on. Mm-hmm. Throughout the series. Good pairings, man. Yeah. They can only be led in this town of Kibos for 300,000 double dollars. Uh, Vash says we have to go. People here have a good reason. In their car is a young boy trying to steal from the group. He runs off into the desert. Who should follow him? An abandoned ranch. The group finds many children. An orphanage, in fact. And decides to, like, stay there and raise them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolfwood appeases them with their food and emergency rations. Only by chance did all the kids meet up here as they speak uh, to the group's de facto leader. Uh, The town from before uh, won't let any outsiders in. So, like, that's the whole reason. It's like, oh, you showed up here. We're not going to let you in. Yeah. Because we hear that destruction is going on. Uh, Uh, Whatever, whenever. And every other town in the region has been abandoned, so there's nowhere else for them to go. Yeah. All these orphans were left. All the people from their own towns just began to walk without words, so, like, zombies. It's Mm -hmm. like, they got up, they left, and they left their children behind. Yeah, playing into this conspiracy that's been going on that Wolfwood was alluding to. Yeah, and it's interesting. Why do you think that some of the children didn't hear, Dan? 
Uh, if there's a nefarious plot by Knives, maybe it has to do with, like, innocence? Yeah. Or something? Like, he's only trying to, like, purge the current generation of adults who grew up on Gunsmoke, maybe? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Did you hear a strange voice saying that that was where you would go after talking so long, and then it's aimed at Vash, Meryl and Millie are helping out and teaching some of the kids about cooking? Uh, the calm before the storm atmosphere, making piles of spaghetti, donuts, and pudding for their dinner. Yeah. Not a very good dinner, but... Well, in my book, it's a good dinner, not a nutritious dinner. Though, I don't perhaps. think you would have spaghetti, pudding, and donuts in one meal group, Dan. Be hog wild. Huh. Uh, but long time since the kids have been able to relax, Vash can't take too long and can't leave these kids. Uh, in Key Bass, an infiltration is occurring. It's Mid-Valley the Horn Freak, number seven. Um, and the next morning, Vash and Wolfwood wake up to a hail of bullets at the orphanage. Yes. Like, what's going on here? Uh, some men command everyone to come outside. Vash wants to reason with them, and Wolfwood thinks this is idiotic. Like, mm-hmm. we're here, we should defend these kids, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know what's going on. Uh, the men are blaming Vash for the incident last night. Uh, begin beating Vash and Wolfwood, and the earth begins to shake as sandworms attack. Yeah. Very cool sandworm sci-fi designs. Not the first time we've seen them on a desert planet, obviously. But no, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vash and Wolfwood save the men. What are worms doing here? Uh, they will leave them for the safety of Kibas and Vash and Wolfwood have some words to take care of. Uh, can't kill the worms either. Apparently, it's like oh, they're natural creatures. I don't yeah. really. I have a, a moral quandary killing these worms. Yeah, and they they seem to be like um like working in a more organized fashion than usual so they might be you know something weird is causing this to happen yeah um a worm attacks both groups and vash begins to draw his gun and realizes that one of the kids must be commanding the worms at the same time yeah so this is number four zazi the beast he is commanding the worms! He is? <laughs> yeah. As I knew from watching the new series of Trigun, mm-hmm. because we meet Zazi a lot earlier. Okay. But uh, Dan knew. Dan was like, oh, Zazi's wearing some special headpiece. Yeah, they got a hair decoration, so that must mean something suspicious is going on, and I was I was correct. Yeah. He was, uh, he was controlling the Tremors worms. <laughs> yes. Uh, Bash saw Zazi crying, and there must be something more inside of you. And then, like, while this confrontation scene's going on, Wolfwood just kills Zazi. Shoots him through the head. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, shit. Uh, Vash, Millie, and Meryl are upset. If I hadn't shot him, you would have died. Like, we get this whole quandary. It was like, it was a kid, but it was a kid in, like, uh, an evil person's body. Yeah, it was, like, I think Vash's point of sympathy was that we see Zazie having, like, a, a nightmare mm-hmm. before that. Like, there he's, like, dreaming and he's talking about, like, his mom and stuff, yeah. like, in his sleep. But Wolfwood points out, no, he was a demon. He would have easily killed you and Millie had mm. we not stopped him. There was an alternative to survive, and this is, like, the leeway into the, the last section of the series mm-hmm. like this point is going to weigh heavily upon everyone involved understandably so is yeah. that vash killed the kid even though that kid was evil well wolfwood oh well, wolfwood killed the yeah. kid. yeah even though that kid was evil yeah but uh you know you're wrong wolfwood there was no alternative to survive we need a peaceful place and wolfwood doesn't want to hear it another man with an apple watches wolfwood leave the group 
And this mysterious man with an apple, I think we're going to meet next time in yeah. our final episode of Trigon. He also seems to have a mysterious priestly design, so I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Well, well everyone's talking about how Wolfwood is the chapel. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of curious, isn't Who it? Who that? Very curious. Yeah. We need a detective on this one, I think. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but with that, we've so ended our... Hercule Wonderful meaning of nines. Uh, but with that, our episode is ended, Dan. Any thoughts? Next time we watch is going to be the last episodes of the series. Where do you think this is going to go? I, aside from an ultimate conflict with uh, Knives, I, I don't know what to guess in terms of, like, what's going to be revealed or what the... Because we know that the lines are kind of drawn. Vash is fighting for, like, a peaceful world where he and everyone else don't have to keep running. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can find happiness and, like, salvation, kind of. Wolfwood's more cynical. Uh, you know, the insurance gals might fall somewhere in between. Yeah. Uh, depending on which sides Who's are Who's gonna die? Who's gonna live? Um, but there's obviously still a lot to be answered. Maybe more about the nature of what Vash and Knives are. Mm. Uh, but I, I am going in blind to this, so I don't know. Mm. I'm very, very excited, though. Well, I'm interested to see in a couple of weeks, Dan. Even if the, even if my allergies sound like they have sapped my energy, mm. uh, good anime will always revitalize me, rest assured. So Good, yeah. good, good. So with that, Dan, we've reached the conclusion of our episode. Mm-hmm. Is there anywhere that our audience find us on social media? You can find me on Instagram at King underscore Danis, uh, as well as our adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake uh, podcast Facebook page. Hmm, you can find me, John Lekwikowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram and, I don't know, um, TikTok, etc., whatever, mm-hmm. Drink and Read TikTok. I don't know what I'm on, but otherwise, you can find my other two podcasts, including Nightcaps of the Theater on most podcast platforms, and then you can follow me at Drink and Read the podcast where we dune and one piece of course yeah. of course um well next time it will be my turn we are taking a one yeah. week break yeah uh that's true uh, taking a taking a brief break uh I'm going on a small vacation um but then it's we all you've ever wanted Dan. i suppose yes you just have to get away <laughs> Remember that Rugrats episode? That Rugrats episode changed me. That's coming to the podcast. Just, just that one episode. I read the novelization. <laughs> the fact that that Rugrats movie miniseries had a novelization that yeah. I read. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, but the week that we return, we got a lot of stuff planned for the rest of the summer. Got some big things in store. Uh, but for the immediate future, uh, the next time we convene... Uh, I did promise that I was going to try to bring some random stuff to the table mm-hmm. uh, before we build up to one event, and then, uh, you know, we will resume JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders. So I still had some more, uh, you know, time slots to, to fill out, and I tried to think, you know, a lot about what to put in those spots. Obviously, Space Adventure Cobra got the first spot because yes. that had been stewing for a long time. Yes. Uh, but then I was looking for inspiration. And uh, a few weeks ago, we celebrated your birthday. Uh, it's you, true. You, you Don't took remind the, me. Took the first steps into being an ancient mummy. Uh, yeah, I'm a- there. And we play a little Smash. Yeah. And uh, featuring heavy, like heavily in that was none other than Terry Bogard. Oh no! And I'm like, what else was Terry? I Bogard know what's in? coming. We are going to be viewing 
A couple of Fatal Fury OVAs. Oh boy! Starring Terry Bogard and the rest of the cast. I don't know anyone else of the King of Fighters. <laughs> I just well, know Terry. I don't know a lot of them either, but we are going to meet a lot of them. This might be. Oh uh, boy! These episodes might be something that you know, way back in the day, uh, our listeners or ourselves might have stumbled across on Toonami. They did air there, I believe. Um, adjacent to a movie that we will get to also. Um, but I figured, why not? It's, it's uh, you know, we've, we've done fighting game anime before. <laughs> we have. Um, and this one in its own way, you know, these two OVAs, one movie, seem to be cultural, uh, you know, watersheds in their own way. Yeah. So... We're gonna bring them. We're gonna check them out. We're gonna see what all the hubbub is, uh, and we're going to desperately try to learn the combo to pull off a bus a Buster Wolf. So. I don't know if that's gonna happen, Dan. I gotta get those joysticks greased. <laughs> I'll grease your joystick, all right. Uh, time to go to sleep. <laughs> Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our wee horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Oh.